Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Practice of the Presence of God by Brother Lawrence of the Resurrection. Spiritual Maxims, Chapter 7, Benefits of the Presence of God. The first benefit that the soul receives from the practice of the presence of God is that its faith becomes more intense and efficacious in all life situations, and especially in times of need. Since it easily obtains graces in moments of temptation and in the inevitable dealings with creatures. For the soul, accustomed to the practice of faith by this exercise, sees and senses God present by a simple remembrance. It calls out to him easily and effectively, thus obtaining what it needs. It can be said that it possesses here something resembling the state of the blessed. For the more it advances, the more intense its faith grows, becoming so penetrating in the end that you could almost say, I no longer believe, for I see and experience. The practice of the presence of God strengthens us in hope. Our hope increases in proportion to our knowledge. It grows and is strengthened to the extent that our faith penetrates the secrets of the divinity by this holy exercise to the extent that it discovers in God a beauty infinitely surpassing not only that of the bodies we see on earth, but even that of the most perfect souls and of the angels. The grandeur of the blessing that it desires to enjoy, and in some manner already tastes, satisfies and sustains it. This practice inspires the will with a scorn for creatures and inflames it with a sacred fire of love. Since the will is always with God, who is a consuming fire, this fire reduces to ashes all that is opposed to it. The soul thus inflamed can live only in the presence of its God, a presence that produces in its heart a holy ardor, a sacred zeal, and a strong desire to see this God loved, known, served, and adored by all creatures. By turning inward and practicing the presence of God, the soul becomes so intimate with God that it spends practically all its life in continual acts of love, adoration, contrition, trust, thanksgiving, oblation, petition, and all the most excellent virtues. Sometimes it even becomes one continuous act because the soul constantly practices this exercise of his divine presence. I know that few persons reach this advanced state. It is a grace God bestows only on a few chosen souls since this simple awareness remains ultimately a gift from his kind hand. But let me say, for the consolation of those who desire to embrace this holy practice, that he ordinarily gives it to souls who are disposed to receive it. If he does not give it, 
we can at least acquire, with the help of ordinary grace, a manner and state of prayer that greatly resembles this simple awareness. By means of this practice of the presence of God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. O sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, mirror of the divine life, pattern of humility, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Notice that the three great benefits from practicing the presence of God are faith, hope, and the sacred fire of love, the theological virtues, faith, hope, and love. These virtues have God as their object. These virtues put us in contact with God. The intellect touches God, knows God as he is in himself through faith. The will by hope leans on God, relies on God, trusts God. And the will through love is in union with God, is one with God. God is the one we know. God is the one we rely on. God is the one we are embracing in love. God as he is in himself, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And these virtues are infused with baptism. But the question is, how do these virtues get perfected? How do we become truly people who have an invincible faith? How do we become people who trust in God no matter what? How do we become the saints who love God above all things and in all things in every circumstance? Well, Brother Lawrence is saying, by the practice, the presence of God. Faith, hope, and charity are the foundation for this practice. The God we know by faith who dwells within us. The God we hope to be in union with. The God we are already in union with by love becomes the foundation for being aware of him. We would not be practicing this if we didn't already have faith, hope, and charity. But by practicing it, these virtues get perfected. And notice once again in this final chapter of the spiritual maxims that it's clear there's an advance in this practice. He even makes it clear at the very end that there is the ordinary working of grace and then this advanced state. Okay? There is something that he thinks many people achieve that's very much like the simple awareness that he's describing. And he says, go for that. Keep practicing that. And if God lifts you up higher, great. But don't be discouraged if it seems that the height is unattainable. Because it is unattainable, except as given, as a gift. But think of a, a log. 
how does a log catch fire? How does a log get transformed into fire? Well, the more it's dry, the more disposed it is to catch fire. If the log is full of water, it's very hard to catch fire. That's why is the great miracle of Elijah when he doused the whole sacrificial offerings and the wood with all this water, and yet then it caught fire by God's grace, by God's power, proving who the true God is. So you and I, the more we are disposed, that is by purity, by continual efforts to practice the presence of God, by denying ourselves unnecessary sensual satisfactions, these dispose us, and the more we are disposed, the more we receive this presence of God. But of course, even our acts of purity, our acts of presence of God, our acts of self-denial are themselves graces. So the key is follow the lights we've been given. Follow God step by step. St. John Henry Newman used to say, if you want more lights, follow the lights you've been given. And the description in this final chapter, the spiritual maxims, very much matches saints like St. Therese of Lisieux, of, of her state at the end, where she said, is almost like I was already in heaven, she says. I see and experience God as though I'm there. Well, this is the kind of remarkable advanced state that God can lead us to. Come, Holy Spirit. Do not let us be discouraged. Every day is a chance to begin again with God. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.